pickaxe. Howdy folks, my name is Brianna, and before I could let you guys get to this episode, I just wanted to talk to you all a little bit, bring things down a little bit. This week we have no sponsors, which is always a little bit worrisome because sponsors are one of our facets to keeping the lights on here. But the biggest facet, and the way that you guys can help us, is by going to our Patreon. We just had a live GMT because the Patreon had gone up over the goal. We are about to have a live mailbag. Now, obviously the Patreon is our lifeblood here at DNR, and the sponsors don't even come close to the help that the Patreon provides, and it also doesn't have the soul to it. We try to only find sponsors that we fully support and who are nice people, good people, and that's fine and good, but there are no better people than the people who are supporting us on our Patreon and the people who are listening to this episode and pretty much all of you lovely folks at home. If you support us on the Patreon, Jason and I give you our undying gratitude. If you haven't checked it out yet, definitely go give it a look because we post between about two to six things a week on our Patreon. On a good week, we can get something up there every single day. Any week, we will at least be posting the behind the scenes and a newsletter every other week. We just do our best to keep that active. So go check it out, see if you like it. Even if you could just donate a dollar, that'll get us closer to our next goal, which is reinstituting art for the rest of the groups. I know that we just found a really great artist. He is amazing. Can't wait to tell you guys all about him. And we also have a live mailbag coming up. We'll give you more info on that once we know exactly when it's gonna happen and who's gonna be there. So thank you guys so much for listening. I will let you get to your episode. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Susan. Hi, I'm Susan, and I play Airlove Grimness, the tiefling invoker and vampire killer. And Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I play Braylon, the halfling bard and vampire hunter. Ian. Hey, I'm Ian. I play Calden Halek, a half-elf sorcerer. And James. Hey, it's James. I play Dagon, the Eladrin Scion. And last, certainly not least, Xavier. Hey, it's Xavier, and I play Actronis, the Revenant Cleric. Well, guys, last time on the show, you had a bit of a boss fight. You you guys squared off against the Dobin. You and a whole clan of vampires. Things went a little sideways partway through the fight. It's been discussed heavily, I'd say, in the last couple of days. Behind the scenes on DNR, we've been talking about it. You guys got a bit of a decision to make here, because what we're going to do is we are going to pick things up seconds after Adobin Falls. You guys have finished it. You are out of combat officially. One vampire, besides yourselves, made it out of the situation alive. You are surrounded with heaps of vampire corpses. None of you were in any real grave danger. I don't think I'm out of line in saying you guys pretty much made uh, this fight largely unscathed. I I think Braylon was in the most amount of danger. He was almost bitten at one point. But everyone everyone did really well beyond that. So what would you guys like to do? Do we still get to have cool Actoronis line where he looks at the tunnel and it's like, No, one got away. Did that still Uh, happen? That happened last time. (laughs) Okay, just making sure that... That still happens. Yeah. Well, I can redo it to do, like, the two-parter, like, <laughs> opening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Previous. No, dude. We it's missed like the, one. It's I like Calculon. Calculon only takes one take. Amateurs <laughs> like you do two takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, probably uh, Actronis would be looking at the, the opening to the tunnel mm-hmm. and then back to the group and trying to assess if anyone's hurt. And then can we all keep going? We need to catch him. Before we get wrapped up in this, 
because I want to know what everyone thinks about that. But before we get wrapped up in this, you guys just pretty much watched this Holy Relic Supernova. Would anyone have any thoughts about Acteronus, this orb, the end of this fight, any of that? I think Raylan would walk up slowly to Acteronus with his mouth, like his jaw drop, and just look at the orb in his hand. Not even Acteronus, just like walk up to the orb that's in his hand in shock and just stare at it. Did I see anything? Because I remember there was, like, light going out of my helmet and stuff mm. last time when I used it. No visions. Okay. Yeah, I think Calden would go up to Acteronus and just sort of, like, very tentatively, but just sort of, like, be giving him looks. Are, are you okay? Like, trying to see if he's damaged in any way. I'm completely fine. I'm combat ready. Are you? This fight has taken a lot out of me. It's true, but if you need us to soldier on... I can accommodate. I don't want to push any of you beyond your capacities. I don't want to have you follow me in this wild hunt. But if you can't help me, I think it would be great. He's going to look around at like the corpses and the piles of ashes and the Adobin's hammer and the Hadril's swords. Like We can pick those up and bring them back to the town to prove our deeds. Calden, at this point, he looks really tired all the time. He looks very weak, and especially after this, like, he's breathing heavy, and he's looking very haggard, but he sort of, like, <sighs> gives a thumbs up to Acteronus. And then what's, what is left of Adobin? Is it just ash? There's a body, but it looks completely charred. Okay, so it's like charcoal. It's like pretty much, yeah. Like it, there's some ash and there's that, but it, it's it's like a briquette essentially. Like it's been, uh, yeah, it's almost not recognizable except for how hulking it is. Like you could pick him out of a crowd, but it's you know. Could Calden reach over and like grab a chunk or like get a handful of it? Like break you off a piece of that? Sure. <laughs> break yeah, me off a piece of that? Kick <laughs> I think I should. Sure. I think I should. It's gonna smell like time. Oh yeah. It's totally... The smell would be horrific, honestly. It's it's not a great smell. It smells like Lay's barbecue, from what I imagine. <laughs> exactly. Horrific. Uh, <laughs> he'll take some... I, I guess what I'm looking for is he, he's going to take some ash off of, okay. the, off of the body. Just sort of wipe it onto his hand. And then look at Acteronis and then sort of like wipe the ash onto his forehead and say, I'm ready to go whenever you are. And then look to the rest of the party and nod. Raylan's going to snap oh. out of his stupor. He's like shake his head and he's going to run over to Adriel's body. And I want to see if I can get, was he using short swords or long, what the hell was he using? Like a, they were like short drow knives. They're like short swords, essentially. essentially. I think I would, I would take them if they're still on his person. They'd be around his person. All right. I would find them and take them because I, I remember they sounded cool and I want those. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want his shoes or like, is it? Nah, nah, <laughs> no, no, I don't steal shoes. We've made that very apparent okay. in my first I'm... looting attempt. Okay. <laughs> oh, here's something out of character, though. Should we take something like, like is our Dobin's fangs there? Like, should we take some proof back? Well, we can I bring think... his hammer since Alexandra oh, that, saw it. That's a good yeah. call. Good. I'm not touching it though. And I think us coming back alive is proof enough. But right. <laughs> it does look like you guys have been in a fight too. Like it's not. But uh, does it? <laughs> kind of, I guess. Yeah, you got sweaty. I'd like to think. Does Hadro have <laughs> any? Cut up. Like a... Any like defining patch or any kind of proof that he's the leader or was the like a high ranking member of that clan? Uh, vampires really don't work that way. It's more they. It's such a tight knit community. They just know you. It's not okay. like a military regiment or anything okay. like that. Okay. So if I were to say to present these weapons, 
to another vampire, they would know that I shouldn't have these. Oh, probably, yeah. Okay, that's all the stuff I need. We're yeah, good. Especially, like, in the area? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So while this is all going on, how far away did this other vampire get? Well, let's see. Because, it was, like, I have the map. Is there one direction he went? Well, leading out? Yes, but yeah. once once he gets, if you remember getting here, it sort of spider webs. So it would pretty much depend on your ability to track someone. Okay. I was just wondering if I could, like... Because I think Dagon's main concern would be this guy who took off and mm -hmm. is potentially going to get them in bigger trouble. Mm -hmm. You know, probably concerned about the orb, but also kind of knew what they were getting into with the orb. So... Uh, I'm just wondering, could he like teleport ahead and try to catch this guy? He's a little far away to be teleporting ahead because you're you, you've got like short burst stuff. He took off within the last couple of rounds of combat, so you okay. guys were still dealing with Adobin when he got away. Okay. Not to mention he's on home turf. He's going to know right. the area way better. Sure. Now you do have a map, so a map. you won't get lost. That is one thing that is definitely in your favor because if you remember when you were being led through here. Without a guide or the map, it would be really, really tough to find your way around. Yeah. Okay. Could we have shot a tracker onto him? Can we wreck on him? <laughs> Could we have been Batman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really quickly toss a battering. Tracking battering. Don't hmm. we have an orb that seeks out undead? Ooh. Do we? <laughs> is it something it does it's talking to it it's like the uh, the alien detector just like <laughs> it's not oh, a PK meter but it's definitely <laughs> like larger droves things like that it'll definitely yeah there's a pull it kind of works uh, something akin to Dagon's bracelet mm. can I feel it anything it pulls us to another large nest oh, <laughs> well that's that's the thing right yeah he's probably going for backup or if there's others, or just hiding somewhere. I mean, it's well, I mean, too. there might be another bullet in that orb, so. <laughs> That's just, you don't just... know, man. You don't know. I don't know. Damn it. I think Brandon's gonna kind of step in front of Actor Ramos. Look, big guy. One got away. That's not the worst thing to happen. No, the worst that can happen is that he warns the rest, and they retaliate on the town. Brandon's gonna shake his head. He warns the rest that you have a vampire-killing orb in your hands, and that we're in town. You really think they're going to move on us? You're right. We can still protect this town. Braylon Wolf's not. Of course, man, we got to be here for, what, a couple of days while we get our armor? Then maybe we come back and clean up the caves. Weeks. But weeks. He's going to look at Dagon in the back. Plus, we still got another mission to complete, right? Are you referring to, like, the, the end game there? <laughs> yeah, so like... I'm looking, I'm looking at Yeah, I'm like, hey, let me... We still gotta find whatever happened to your people and where they're locked up. Ooh, maybe we could take this time to learn more about Talor. There's like a library here, isn't there? There sure is. Yeah. Sorry, that was a side thought. No, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So, what did you say? We have weeks here? Well, yeah, if you remember, it's gonna take almost three weeks to get the boat fixed, to get your armor done, to get. Yeah, you get about, like, if Artemis rushes, he said it'd be a, between two and three weeks. Man, that cuts our time by like a third. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Why did we go that whirlpool? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plenty of time to find out about the whirlpool, and plenty of time to. But make sure the town's okay. Again, Artemis is a is a guy who can be persuaded to move faster. He is uh, amenable to uh, 
certain types of persuasion. Now, on top of that, <laughs> email persuasion. <laughs> Calden's dressing up like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hello. <laughs> it's like a bad Bugs Bunny. Coach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> on the other hand, at the end of it, you will have some badass new armor, which will probably come in handy at some point. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. gonna need it. Like fighting demons. Or angry vampire hordes. We're crossing a sea that everyone dies crossing. Not everyone. <laughs> yeah. well, armor will help. <laughs> sink sure. sink, sink faster. Yeah, sink faster. <laughs> Your armor has floaties installed on the arms. It's okay. Alright. So you you want to go back and, and regroup before we go after the rest of them? Is that what I'm hearing? Let's shake his head vigorously. Yes, please. Let's hurry up until the path start forking and spiraling until we can't really do anything about it. Let's try to hustle if we can corner him if he was injured or something. But other than that, yeah, maybe we should look around the way we came, look around the little nooks and crannies, see if there's anything valuable we could find here. And if we can bring back the corpses we found on our way in and bring it back to town for a proper pyre funeral. Okay, Braylon will nod his head. Okay, so you want to push on a little bit more? If we can, yes. Well, let's go until this room is about to disappear off the map. We can't let this room disappear or we won't find our way back out. All of you stay close to me and... uh Keep your eyes peeled and remember that these halls are trapped. Even though we've seen a few of them, there might be a few more. I'll poke ahead with my glaive. Okay, so if I'm to understand, you're you're still trying to track the vampire, or you're just trying to... Until it becomes impossible. Okay. Until we lose our current location yeah, on the map. We've got, what, a, mi- a mile radius? Yeah, about. So... I mean, we may not even be able to find our way out right now because we've the entrance would be off the map right now, right? Yeah, I mean, you know what direction to go. I would imagine like everyone was paying pretty close attention when you when you came in, so you'd have a pretty good idea what direction. You just may get lost here and there, but with the map, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier. Do me a favor, everyone, roll perception for me. Nice. Hmm. Hmm. I would imagine you're all traveling briskly. If you're if you're in pursuit, yeah, not yes. running, but yeah. So you are going to go back the way you came and and exit this room, and go back down the tunnel. Erlov and Dagon are going to spot little blood droplets. Yes. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> it's going to look like this guy tore through here. Like he not exactly trying to cover his tracks, at least not at this point. Like just trying to get away. Probably deciding that that was a total clusterfuck and I just gotta get out of there. Probably just panic. And just in time with the orb going off. Do I feel a pull, like a pull at all with the orb? You know what? Let's do something for that. Let's do a little thing. Does that beat your willpower? Will 25, nope. Okay. You are going to essentially know what everyone else is going to know just without the perception check. It's it's just going to be like, no, he's been through here recently. Okay. Um, Actarons is going to feel fear. From the orb from, or from... No, no, this orb is essentially communicating that drone. It's afraid. It's running. Okay. Right on the run. I'm <laughs> supposed to feel bad about yeah. this. You're going to get to a point where the, the path splits off. 
And this is not a path that you've been down yet. And if Dagon were to check the map, this is heading further north. Uh, so this is a branch, this is a path that uh, is just branching off. And you're going to see a handprint partially coated in blood on the side of the wall leading down that way. So you have a direction in which it went. What would you guys like to do? So does the blood lead down that way, or was the where he put his hand, was that like a trigger for a door or something? No, 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 no. This was just, it, what it looks like is uh, he probably he's, stopped for a second. He's stumbling, okay. What does the uh, the map look like? Does it start getting crazy? Yeah, this this kind of empties out. Like it, it goes like four or five different ways. Where there's the south, which is pretty much where you came from, and then it kind of spider webs off into a, a few different paths. A couple of them look like they're dead ends, or they lead down to a certain area, and it looks like a little cul-de-sac, something like that. This particular path just looks like it goes on for a while. It looks kind of uh, kind of thin, like narrow. Like maybe you guys could march down like two by two, something like that. It might. This might be obvious, but is there a check? To see whether it's actually a vampire's blood. And it's not. It, maybe he set up a trap. That's a tough one. I mean, you could taste it. I, I mean, like, if that's something that you, like, there's really not a ton you could do. Maybe run radiant en- energy over it? Like, do we know if the vampire got hit while we were fighting? Am I looking too far into this? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember either. Bra- I oh, I know he got hit, but like I'm trying to remember if any of your party Braylon would know he got hit. I mean, he oh. ran. He ran right by us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took opportunity attacks to get away. Okay. Yeah, he definitely got hit. Okay. And the the, the blood trail started from the area where you were. Yeah, so I would. He had like oh. a rabbit in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe a, a sack Snack. of blood that he's just you know. <laughs> I'll lead them down his like Gogurt, like just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I would um, probably relay to that. I can f- I can sense through the orb that we're in the right direction, and it's afraid of us. Okay. Does anyone think we should be doing dungeoneering checks as we go? Definitely. Not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever done one before. I definitely shouldn't be doing dead checks. <laughs> 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 Is this another one of our weaknesses right now? Is that what I'm hearing? Well, who's your who's your dungeoneering specialist here? Who's going to be... I guess it's me. Plus All right. nine? Yeah. I got a 13. Okay. All right. So, Dagon, I, I guess it's, it'd be you and Actaronis taking the lead? Yeah, and I would help by uh, poking around, just in case there's some tripwires or false floors, stuff All like right. that. So, let's do this. Actaronis, roll an assist. Okay. Are you trained in... Uh... I am not. Okay. So is that just a flat 20? Just a flat 20. Sweet. You want 20 20s? I am actually trained in... Oh, I'm sorry. Oof. Dagon, do me a favor. Roll... Yeah. Yeesh. Okay. It's not bad. Can I roll one? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to throw up? Like, well... <laughs> It's okay, I can heal. Well, going down this passageway here, um, you guys are going to get to a point, and you're going to hear a noise. And let's do a thing. Hmm? <laughs> as as we go down the hall, I'm hitting my the orb on my armor, and I'm saying, Vampires! 
arms come out to play. <laughs> You're hoping he dies of fright. That's the. <laughs> he's gonna have heart right. attack. He's on the right. I like track. this new psychotic actor. <laughs> To play, yay! Um, Dagon, does a 25 beat your AC? Uh, I think so. Oh, shit. Uh, I oh. have 25 AC. So yeah, okay. Yeah. Ouch. Preemptive ouch. <laughs> so, what's going to happen is, there is going to be, almost as if you step on a rake, there's going to be a point where you guys are walking down this hall, and out of the dirt, kind of a dirt floor throughout the entire thing, because it's, it's like a cavern type situation... There is going to be a, a long spike at the end of a stick. Very crude implement is going to flick out of the ground and gouge itself through Dagon's right thigh. Ugh. Oh shit. I, <laughs> I can't be su- I can't be surprised. Does that help at all? <laughs> Or should I just be like, well, I'm not surprised that happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> well, this happened. I saw it coming. Fiddy D, like, that will require like a tennis shot. Right? <laughs> Good. Well, I'll get um, that fixed up back in uh, Yeah, let me uh, let me help you get a healing surge back. And by that, I mean I describe what I do. It sounds <laughs> great. <laughs> How would Dagon's reaction be to that? Like that you, you're walking along all of a sudden, fring, and just right through the thigh. He'd probably feel really stupid about that, since he's actually trying to look for this type of thing. Right. I think he'd give out one of those muffled screams, like trying not to give away how much pain he's actually in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but then, immediately, yeah, I would come to your to your hip. So yeah. <laughs> We've grown so close over the last few episodes. It's great. (laughs) Is there a way to discern if if this trap is something that was made very recently or something that has been set up? Uh, Do me a favor, roll a dungeoneering on it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Can I assist? assist? Oh, no. You get stabbed. Can I walk over there and check as well? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I you absolutely can, but what that's going to play out as, and I tell everybody this, is essentially yeah. it's like you nincompoop, get out of the way. Like it's it's basically it's like I don't trust you. I'm going to do the thing. Like that is what <laughs> okay. It is. How about this? Calden is walking very briskly towards the trap area in order to investigate. <laughs> not not com- totally not understanding what what is going on. <laughs> Would air love like? Oh, okay. Uh, I, the, I wanted to see how that played out. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm giving you a chance here. No, no, no. Uh, she'll grab you and say, uh, maybe touching this and walking up to it isn't the best idea. Maybe we should approach it with caution. Let me take a look at this. And then, oh, fuck. <laughs> Guys, she walks here. up to it briskly, oh, too. <laughs> We walk hand in hand, briskly towards <laughs> a spear. <laughs> We've been outmatched. We've oh, met no. our greatest foe yet. I think can, you guys used all your good rolls in the last. Can, can Airlove just send like a blast of fire down this tunnel, <laughs> just I to cl- clear out anything that's Let's in our way? Deal with this first. Yeah. So well, that is dealing with it. So Airlove's going to take a look at this trap, and. It is it is pretty crude. 
It looks like it's probably maybe a year or two old. It, it, it doesn't, it's not, it's definitely not ancient. And it looks like it was set up just in case someone got through defenses, something like that, just to slow someone down or kind of a worst case scenario, make someone scream, let them give away their presence, that type of thing. She'll turn to the party and be like, it doesn't look like this was set up for us. It looks like this was set up a while ago, probably over a year. So this wasn't set up by our vampire. Let's expect more in that case. He's Take probably lead. leading us. Yeah, it could be a trap. If there are defenses in place, he might be leading us to a place that's defensible, meaning there might be more. Just thought I threw that one at night. Absolutely right. I don't think it's worth it, man. As a Brandon, I'm saying this as Brandon. I don't think I don't think it's worth it. He's pulling us where he wants to. I feel like there's been enough fighting for the day, and we should probably war- go back to town and maybe tell them what has occurred and maybe ready defenses. Let us bring an army this time, Acteronis. Alright. But on our way back, let's make sure we take a good look at the rooms and caves we at least know don't have traps. Yeah, I guess let's go back. And do some looting. Yeah, looting is yeah. what I implied. Yeah, that's what you're implying, yeah. <laughs> so we're looking for stereos, televisions, uh, <laughs> Xboxes, that kind of thing. Like just like, oh, whatever. Like, we are the worst. Ski equipment. <laughs> just, damn it, damn it, Ian. <laughs> Some of exactly them did vacation in the Ivory Peaks every once in a while. Like, they take it, they, you know. <laughs> if they have large windows we can bust, that would be nice. <laughs> And then Television. trash cans we can throw. <laughs> and if they have, like, an ADT sticker on their window, don't be fooled. That's not hooked up to anything. It's just the sticker. Just the sticker. And televisions under 40 inches are not worth it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Group two. <laughs> you changed, man. Yeah. Used to be about the adventure. All it takes is one try. So... You're heading back, is what I understand. And you're you're going to be maybe checking out the areas that you you passed on the way back, that type of thing. Just just seeing if there's anything worth you know anything like anything of value. And yeah. getting any bodies of the villagers. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Are we going to be able to carry any of them? I was about to say this is going to be interesting, but okay. Pretty strong. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> am I? Am I limping or am I healed now? I would say you were. Actoron is probably he's yeah. healed you. He came to my thigh. I sure did. <laughs> I picture a nice glowy hand massage just in that. DNR fanfics at gmail. A little higher. A little higher. Oh my god. I said oh, it the last okay. episode. We make our episodes fanfiction ready every yep. time. Well, we're in a cave yet again. <laughs> they come prepackaged like Lunchables every single time. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> higher. High. Okay, just like that for 20 minutes and I'll be healed. <laughs> 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 Guys, seriously out there, I'm going to be very disappointed if we don't get fan fiction for group it two. Has in to be, some it has to be Dagon Acteronis for it's sure. It's got to like, be. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't ship them? I'm just saying. Will they? Won't they? Come on. I ship them. This tension is killing me. <laughs> and, uh, oh, Yulin? Was that his name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yulin Dagon? Oh, my God. Please. Yeah. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> I would consider playing my role. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh my god, please. <laughs> Everyone, do me a favor, roll a perception check. Everybody? Everyone. Damn. I saw oh, yeah! Oh! That's a crit! <laughs> Sorry. Nice. Wow. So I'm the only one that saw anything. Pretty much. Well, heading back, using the map, and heading back the way you came, there are a couple of offshoots, and those little cul-de-sac areas I was talking about, they will have a couple of traps just before you reach the kind of bottleneck where it forces you to move in tight and then opens back out into sort of a sort of a makeshift room. And Airlove is going to spot those with ease. I would say you can just high step over those. Kind of a tripwire situation. Not hard at all to navigate once you've seen them. In these rooms, and there's a couple of them, you're going to find bedrolls and candles and, and, and things like that. This is This is someone's living situation. This is where they live. And it's pretty modest. And going through this room, you're going to find things like, you know, blankets and pillows, that type of thing. Like, very creature comforty things that, to most people, would be very modest. But if you're living in a cave, you're essentially living the life of luxury, that, that type of thing. No food rations, uh, which is something you're going to notice after a bit. No food or water or, or anything like that. You will find a little wine. And you're going to find one other thing. You're going to find the body of what appears to be a young man. And it appears as though his uh, his throat has been torn open. Like, just completely open. Now, what's interesting about this body is that it doesn't look like it's, it's been a buffet or anything like that. Uh, it actually looks like the body has been kept separate from the living quarters officially. And the arms are, are very respectfully kind of laid to the side and, and everything like that. Most of the body's covered up except for the neck above. The neck up is, is uncovered. Can we tell if it's a vampire? I'd say with that perception check. <laughs> it looks like some vampire did it. It does not look like your standard vampire bite. What it looks like is if someone took a nice, fresh bite out of a juicy red apple. Well, I meant, was the body a vampire? No. Like, it's, that's no. why it was respectfully treated. No, that was not okay. a vampire. That looked Or a vampire to be? If it was, whatever bite it had was in the chunk of neck that was missing. Uh, but what it looks like is just a regular person who died tragically. And what's interesting about this is the blood looks coagulated. It looks like it looks like someone could have fed off this. Mm. Do they have any clothing or anything like that that looks like that they're from anywhere? Like Aubrey, for example, or anything? Again, with Aerolove's perception check, you're going to see uh, clothes that are reminiscent of Brightport and or you're talking about the body itself. If it has anything on it, yeah, that could sort of, like, give it away of, of where it's from or... I swallow it. <laughs> yeah, we go through this homeless camp and then take someone's ID. <laughs> just getting worse. And worse. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, th this person looks like they were probably from Aubrey. doesn't look like they were an adventurer. It doesn't look like... It looks like they were not outfitted for travel at all. If anything, it looks like they're in, like, uh, some sort of nighttime clothing. Some sort of, like, uh, some sort of garb. Almost like, uh, like a Therian version of pajamas. Yeah, I think we should bring the body back. Yeah, yeah, so I agree. He got snatched up, it looks like. Does it have a monogram on the pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> I guess if 
Erla found the body. She'd kneel next to it, trying to find, like, any identifying, like, name stitched into the collar type of stuff. And then, like, as she's kneeling, say a short prayer, and then look to the party and say, we should take him back to town. There will be one marker. Not really of identification, but he is wearing a little amulet of a monitor. Like, it is definitely something to pray to. Definitely from Aubrey. (laughs) Doesn't look like it did him too much good, but, yeah. Pocket that. (laughs) (laughs) That's silver. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Silver? (laughs) But I guess we use, like, a bedroll as, like, a gurney or something. Like, two people hold him up. So, like, you're going to put him in a bedroll or on top of a bedroll and just, like, On top of the... Yeah. Unless someone wants to give him a piggyback ride. That's impossible for me. (laughs) I could. Yeah, I could do the... uh, Or Fireman's Gary. Very respectful. Yeah, Fireman's Gary. Or the uh, just, like... It's a kid, right? No, it's a full-grown man. Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry. Younger guy, but, like, it. yeah. Okay, then, yeah, the uh, Fireman, probably. I was going to say, in front of me in my arms... Like uh, rescuing a kitten, mm. but uh, no. If it's a grown man, no, on my shoulders. Okay. And you guys are getting ready to head back to town. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is there anything else of note around? Honestly, this looks like this definitely looks like this is where probably the vampires were living. You are going to see uh, clothing and that type of thing. No money. Are we going to find a journal that says, I'm a dad and I have three kids and I love all my children a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, my thing, little blood-sucking No, No journals or anything like that. <laughs> you will find a couple of letters here and there. About how much they love their children. <laughs> <laughs> love and life. Hope nothing happens to interrupt it. <laughs> well, actually, like, just, like, tactically, letters could be helpful to, like, no movement or no numbers or something like that. That could be something mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, maybe Father White and Alexandra would find them of use. What it looks like is they had kind of tight living quarters. They weren't really scattered throughout the caves too much. Maybe that was in an effort to watch each other's backs. Maybe that was just for like a creature comfort, like keeping each other company, something like that. A lot of the letters look to be from their previous life. Either that or they were taken from, from villagers, something like that. But it doesn't look like it's it's written by vampires, or at least they weren't vampires at the time. It was probably like mementos, things like that. Alright, still interesting. Still you might okay, be able taken. to identify people or something right. like that. Alright, let's see here. Everyone's going to get ready and start to make their way back. Now, this whole excursion's taken hours, I would say. So it'll be probably afternoon by the time you guys get back, like around noonish, somewhere in there. And what would be your first stop? Like you're approaching Aubrey proper. Like what would be your first stop? Um would Alexandra be at the gate? Not at the moment, no. Okay. <laughs> uh the church I think we'd probably go, like, Father White or something, right? Yeah, that'd be... I feel like he'd he'd be the first one, and then Braylon would be singing Eye of the Tiger as we're walking back. (laughs) (laughs) That's when we get get in town. That's when he'll (laughs) that one. Eye of the Tiger, as we're walking out of the caves, and we're, like, outside the caves. 
So, okay, you guys are going to get to the Temple of Amanator, and Alexandra is going to see you as you as you're walking in, and she's going to see you're carrying a body. She's going to spring up. She was sitting at the time, and she is going to rush over to where you are. And she's going to she's going to start to reach for the body, and then just sort of be a little apprehensive. You all seem to be here. Who's hurt? No one is. We've succeeded. Brenda's going to interrupt. Hell yeah, we succeeded. Adobin has fallen. Hadril has fallen. Has fallen. Twelve of his men have fallen as well. Only one of them who was at the fight managed to escape, but we could not drive them into the ground. And I guess we present the uh, the swords and the hammer as proof. She would be very interested in them, but kind of keep going back to the body that's on your shoulder. Oh, and also we uh, we found this victim. We had reasons to believe it was someone from your town. Unfortunately, we couldn't do anything for him. She is going to. She's going to try and take the body off of your shoulder, unless you unless you stop. Her. I, I will like delicately like right. drop to one one knee and then place him on the ground. Right, and um, yeah, just sort of like lay him down really gently, and then mm-hmm. uh, she's gonna she's gonna uncover and look at him. Yeah, um, he's from Aubrey. I watched him die the night Adovan attacked. We tried to get to him, but we we weren't quick enough. We found the body in a delicately placed position. I relay the description you gave us. Does that mean anything to you? No one from town got to him. We would have taken him back here if we could, but we thought it was too risky. The night we got out, we were completely overwhelmed. There was a group in town that helped fend off a few vampires that attacked. And there was this girl, a scion, who sealed off the cave entrance. That's the only way we got out alive. So, where did you find it? (laughs) You look at Dagon in his map. I don't think the map would show it, would it? No, no. Some, I guess, I'd describe how much time passed since the entrance we we went through and then found the body. Because I don't know about the entrance she's talking about. Right. It's been destroyed. Yeah. So, somewhere along the cave system, yeah. It seems he was in the vampire's living quarters. It appears that the vampires we betrayed paid respects to your dead. She's going to start checking the body for bite marks beyond what Adobin did, obviously. And not finding any, she's going to kind of sit back for a second. Like, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't kind of coincide with what she knows about the vampires. You said they're all dead except for one? Yeah. Well, the party that helped us uh, fight Adobin, we don't know the extent of their numbers. But we believe... The ranks of their warriors have been thinned. And the one who did get away was badly injured, so who's to say if he's still alive? However, the conditions of our victory were not as honorable 
as I'm used to. And they have reasons to either be extremely terrified or want to retaliate. We've cornered them between us and the Dobin, so you can imagine that either they know not to mess with this town or we'll have to stick around a little bit longer. And the entire time she's just kind of taking this in. Well, obviously we can't thank you enough for taking care of a Dobin, and I don't think any of us could have done that. As far as the vampires go, we'll just deal with them like we have for decades. Is there anything we can do to repay you? Maybe work out a deal with Artemis. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yeah. 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 Works faster. Good word. It can work faster. We're not, we're not leaving this one loose end, are we? There would be the possibility of going back there, fully rested, during the day, and try to explore more. Maybe someone uh, with people uh, who know traps, who are experts in the arts of spelunking. <laughs> That's a good point. You think we're going to find anyone like that in town, though? I mean, this doesn't seem like... It would be a spelunker's paradise. I don't think we'd find many of those guys out here. Well, there might be uh, passing adventurers. So you're, to understand, you pretty much want to round up a posse. Uh, it sounds bad when you say it like I'm that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> or, uh, I mean, we don't need a whole posse. We could get, like, a guide. We don't really need a whole bunch. Of, I mean, with the orb in hand, that's a posse in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think uh, someone made the point that, like, They've seen what happens now, so the option is we could go out and eradicate them, or the other option is to just sort of let that stand, you know? Or the town of Aubrey could try to strike a new deal with them and <laughs> promise that this blood-crazed, crazy group of vampire slayers that has come through town won't be going after them. You want to leave that to chance? <laughs> Well, well they, have some, they have some leverage now. Well, yeah, they have the. Yeah. They have if they have the orb, then they have a little bit of leverage. But another thing is now they know that this orb can do massive damage, so they're going to try and take it if they can. And they're uh, pretty good at stealth black ops missions, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> that was like that's like one of their fortes. Well, we'll talk about the orb later. I think we got to <laughs> get this town ready for invasion, man. We got to got to see if they got any any young men and women ready to fucking lay down their lives. Who was the woman who you called in for aid previously, who brought the cave wall down? Would she be able to aid you again? We didn't call her in for aid, she just happened to be here. She was traveling with the party I was talking about. They, they left They left a while ago. You said she was a scion? Yeah, small. Uh, black hair, looked kind of sick. Oh uh, boy. I'm probably just gonna look at look at the ground and kind of just move his feet around. Yeah, she's probably not gonna come back for a while. Do you know her? Uh, he's gonna call. Calden is gonna look right at Braylon. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna look at the group and look back. I mean, we helped her out a while back, and I mean, Actoronis actually helped her out a bunch. Uh, but yeah. so, something, in the back. Yeah. <laughs> something tells me 
She's got her own problems to deal with. You know this person? Braylon's gonna get really close to Calden and motion for him to come down so he can whisper in his ear. He just wants to... Kinda, <laughs> he needs kinda, Yeah, alright. I'm gonna whisper this because I don't want Alexandra to hear Jason. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell Calden, she's really important for the whole demon thing. She's with the other... She's with another group who's trying to accomplish their their mission. Ah, I see. You know, you're going to have to fill me in sometime. (laughs) (laughs) uh, After after all these talks, we'll we'll, we'll get a drink. I would enjoy that. He's going to give you the finger guns and then go back to listening to Alexandra. In any event, there's less of them. So we should be fine. I, I don't see why we can't take care of this. You're saying there was just one left. At least one from the forces they took into the fight. Correct. I would imagine they took in a lot of their fighting force. They wouldn't want to risk taking in everyone and then getting wiped out. They'd want to get the job done. Yeah. I mean, there was at least 12 dead guys in there. And they wanted it bad enough to come into town unarmed. If there is more than one, I don't think there's many more than one. Do you think we could launch an assault? I think we could definitely launch an assault, but... The problem is no one knows those caves better than they do. And... I'm sure every inch of it's covered in booby traps. You're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Brandon's gonna gonna chuckle. (laughs) And he's gonna cover his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but in any case this is your town this is your decision to make but we'll be around at least for a couple more days I don't think it would be responsible of us to leave this unfinished you know kind of give Acronis a look because because of what happened don't get me wrong Dagon I'm fully on board with you I, I would go back as well but I feel like I've done enough Taking enough reckless decisions today as it is. I want to uh, let the town decide what the next course of action for their own sake is going to be. Then I will offer our service if it is needed. He'll say that to Alexander. Let me talk it over with Father White and I'll let you know what we come up with. It's incredibly tempting to just go finish this off once and for all, but we could lose even more people going through those caves. Worst case scenario, we get cut off and we inadvertently give them a new supply of family. Well, we also have means to uh, seal off the exit. How do you mean? Rotates his helmet towards Dagon. Similar thing, as Miss Brianna did. All right, let me talk it over, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Oh, and he's going to reach to a like, bag or something and take out some of the letters. We found them uh, in the cave as well. It might, I don't know, be of any help identifying them or whatever. But <laughs> there may be some information in there that can help you with your decision. And as for the body, I would um, suggest a fire funeral. We'll take care of it. His family's going to be very appreciative. And again, thank you. 
quietly nod and uh, we just head out. So, here's a question. What would you guys be doing for the rest of the day here? Woo! For well, sure, Braylon's gonna a... go get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and a rest. I would imagine a rest is in order. It happens right after the drinks. Uh, <laughs> Jason, I have a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this would kind of influence what Airlift's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Malchus, was he a drunk when he was at home? <laughs> Malchus has had a long... St- I, I would say ever since Malchus was of legal age, that's kind of been a thing. Okay. Because if you remember when... It was probably more of a thing, actually, when he lived in Brightport. If you remember when uh, Group 1 visited Tessia. Mm-hmm. Tessia was well aware of Malchus's uh, habit to over-imbibe, let's call it. You know he stole from your dad's booze cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Grimness, man. That he probably had a nice stash. Because of Malchus's drinking problem, Erla would probably limit herself to, like, maximum two. Because <laughs> she doesn't want to be like him at all. <laughs> uh, Actoronis would go straight for his room, actually, and shut the door behind him. I think Calden would go with, well, he's going with Braylon to get that drink and get that explanation. Yeah, you don't have a choice, man. He already grabbed you. You're going with him. <laughs> <laughs> Where would Dagon be going? It's a tie between resting and drinking. <laughs> come on. Doesn't, come doesn't on. do much. He's probably going to go for a drink because yes. he's a little choked that he didn't get to kill Pedro. I'm a little choked, too, so... <laughs> we're going for a drink okay Okay. so again kind of a small town not a huge bar you guys are pretty much going to take the place over not because uh, it's that small just because it's middle of the day and by this time I would say it's later afternoon by the time you guys got back to town and filled everybody in and and did all that stuff so you guys are going to sit back is is this the time you're pretty much just going to give full exposition dump to to Calvin? Oh, for sure, man. This has to be. This, I mean, if not now, then when, right? I mean, we could be dead tomorrow. Could be dead in our sleep. Shit. <laughs> do we do we do uh, like a north by northwest thing where we we walk by a plane propeller and and you it goes and then you, we don't hear the exposition, but it's all happening as we're like walking through the sand. I, yeah, I would imagine it. There is so much to fill a new person in like it's like oh god where do i even start uh, even from where braylon joins the party i would imagine it's like a rocky montage of <laughs> of like braylon talking like you know like waving his hands around it's like this big and fight like yeah. just like i <laughs> so i mean just filling him in like okay let me tell you about strahd's corpse let me tell you about demons let me tell you about the witch let me tell you about this swamp let me t- just on and on and on let me tell you about this dick named Craig. Kept touching my fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he could potentially he could potentially be you know one of those sleeping gods. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And then the whole time while he's giving this huge explanation, like waving his arms around, Airlove and Dagon will shake their head no and shake their head yes whenever like it yeah. yeah. looks to us like yeah. no yeah. no that's it. Yeah. It kind oh, dude. Of I believe I should make a bluff check because, like, my bluff's <laughs> hella high. 
So is this just to embellish certain things? Yeah, absolutely. Braylon loves embellishing. He'd be like, oh, man, the giant's fucking huge. And... Do me a favor. Roll a bluff check. Fuck, yes. Here you go, guys. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> 24. It would have been, would have been okay. 34. No. So, okay. Braylon's a storyteller by trade, essentially. So I imagine, I imagine this is a pretty thrilling tale to tell somebody, and it probably takes fucking hours in the bar, like just and then this and this. So... What would Calden's reaction be to this, this, this deluge of, of information? Um, well, I think his eyes are going to get bigger and bigger as the story goes on and on. Like, as he hears more, he's just going to get more and more eye, like, wide-eyed. And he's definitely going to be looking to Dagon and Aerolove just sort of like to verify all of these facts and taking their sort of nods. But I think he would take for a, a lot of what Braylon says for, for face value. And at the end of it all, he would sort of just like take a deep breath and order them all around and say, that is an incredible tale. And I have many, many questions. <laughs> But for the sake of brevity and for the day that we've had, I will keep them limited. At the forefront of my mind is, why? Why have you taken on this quest? Was it presented to you? Why this burden to save this world? And then Brandon's gonna tilt his head a little bit and look back. Well, my boy... I don't know. I mean, if not us, then who, really, right? I was thinking those exact same words. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you said there were others out there. People that you've met. Yeah, there are, but... A mission of this magnitude needed a little bit more than just one group, it seemed like. I mean, you know, there's always information gathering, and that's kind of what I believe they were doing. Plus, they gotta protect uh, Rihanna. She's kind of the key, I, t I guess, from what the uh, what the witch told us. And, of course, our supreme leader over here, he wants to figure out what happened to his people, and to be honest, I'm extremely curious, too. And there must have been a reason why the gods were locked away. It couldn't have just been for the Eladrin's vanity. And then she'll look the Dagon and kind of wince a little. <laughs> Precisely. There was a reason they were put away. And if we can find my people, surely, well, hopefully, hopefully they can explain why and, and even put this whole problem to rest. Imagine he's kind of drunk right now. Would this be an evening of... It's like noon, isn't it? Well, yeah. oh, no, no, no. It's, <laughs> we're, it's, we're all day drunk. No, no, no. <laughs> this is daytime drunk. I love it. No, this is like like the equivalent of like five heading into like six p.m. Now, like you like mm. you're you're heading into evening drunk. It's fine. Like this is after work drunk. It's fine. Okay. Like I'd say the the sun is starting to set. You know, would this be like moderate heavy drinking, or is it just to relax, or is it just to forget? Like I'm I'm trying to for Braylon, it would have started as relaxed, and then he doesn't really do good with self control, so it's going to turn into heavy. Do me a favor, roll an endurance check with a negative three. Damn, that's like half of my bonus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Braylon's pretty hammered. Like he's yeah, he's getting there. I want to see how drunk Dagon is. <laughs> I'm interested as well. <laughs> uh endurance. Yes. Oh shit. Oh, oh wow. So good. Well, minus three, but still. But still. still Dagon can hold his liquor pretty well. So Dagon's you probably notice that Dagon's a little more relaxed than he is. Like his stance is a little more relaxed, or like he might be his posture's a little like kind of like maybe slouched. He's a little little more Vulcan, a little more rigid most of the time, <laughs> I'd imagine. Probably loose enough to maybe tell the tale of the werewolves. Ooh. Just that is a fun yeah. bar story. Raylan doesn't know that one yet either. He doesn't know what happened to the other teammates. He just never. He's afraid to ask. Oh, that's last, really interesting. Oh, yeah, because last time Ellie wouldn't know either. Yeah, because last time he tried on the back of the Drake, I listened to the episode recently because it was. I think it was the one before mine. No, it was mine. He asked, and then they was like, "Yeah, well, they didn't make it." And then I was like, "Okay, I'm not asking any further." Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, he'd probably do a little dump on uh, on what happened. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just shit right all over. <laughs> whoa, whoa! I know I'm smashed, but we can't. You want to know what happened to the rest of the group? <laughs> Dagon, you're drunk. <laughs> Dagon gets crude when he's drunk. Dr- <laughs> oh, okay. So when you relay that story, Calden is going to go even more pale than he normally is, and he's going to look down at the floor and look into his cup. And say, so that was in the Silver Glade, yes? Yeah, that was. I'm sorry for your loss. I truly am. I, too, have lost party members. I wouldn't say they were close, but it's hard to see people go. Is the Silver Glade... A place that is at all safe. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't plan on returning there if we don't have to. The worst part was we just couldn't do anything. And I never want to feel like that ever again. (sighs) Captain Dagon, in the interest of honesty and Tonight's libations. I have to tell you that the Silver Glade is a place that I do have to return to. Braylon's gonna spill his cup. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake! There's oh a bit shit! Thick. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna slam his face into the table. I assume it is a good reason. I think it is. I've felt a pull there. My entire life. It's a place that calls to me. That I've heard. In my waking hour and in my dreams. I don't know where exactly. But I know it is that place. Braylon will lift his head off the table. Okay, and I'm drunk, right, Jay? I'm pretty destroyed, right, yeah, Jason? You're, okay. Yeah. Braylon has no more mental pillars. If we're talking about secrets... Let's talk about secrets! And he's gonna stand on the table, and I assume there's not a whole lot of people, but there's some people in the bar. There's there's a few people. There's, yeah. yeah, and, and uh, people have funneled in, like, as it got not 
no one wants to get daytime drunk. But as as night starts to kind of you know take hold, like yeah, people people come in, and there may have been a couple of people like maybe like glancing over while you're telling your story. Nice. So he's gonna stand. He's shouting now. He's shouting on top of his lungs, top of the table. Everybody in the bar. Everybody here. Listen up. One time only. One show tonight. Braylon Goldbuck, the child star of fucking whatever that place is called. And he's gonna look down. Where where did I say I was from, Dagon? From Brightport? Brightport, yeah. <laughs> he's like, thank you. The child oh. star from Brightport. I'm alive. I never died. I'm here performing tonight for all you. He's gonna reach for his loot and he's gonna fall backwards off the table. <laughs> <laughs> And then disappear. <laughs> I picture that lovely, like, that very distinct sound that only a guitar falling on the ground makes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that lovely sound. Uh, accompanied by, oh, God. <laughs> I want to do two things. I want to see if Airlove got drunk off a of two. <laughs> and then I want to roll a history to see if I know anything about the child star of Brightport. Well, here's the thing. Because you kind of specified you were taking it a bit easy. Yeah. Uh, do me a favor and just roll an endurance check. Okay. Unless it's exceptionally low. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I just want to. That would. I just want to see what a reaction would be. Okay, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty. Just a little like just relaxed. Not definitely not drunk. Yeah, because she doesn't drink like Malchus. <laughs> Few do. <laughs> <laughs> and then, have I heard of him? Braylon? Okay. Because he made it seem like it was a big thing, like the child star of Brightport died, and then... Hmm. 31. Aerolove Wood... There is a Braylon Galbuck from Brightport, but it's one of those things that just be kind of like, I remember hearing that name, and like associating that with death, like someone died, but like... Tying that to this braille, it's like, oh, I just thought that was a coincidence, that kind of thing. Like, oh, okay. So it took me all this time to be like, oh yeah, I have heard of you. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's not, it's not like instantly. It's like, oh, you're that Lindbergh baby. Like, it's not like you, ju- <laughs> like you'd just be like, oh, like yeah, that's just the name. Like, you know, the, okay. like, you wouldn't associate that because that person died. It's not like you'd go, oh, people are looking for you. It's like, no, they died. This is another, yeah. Okay, no reaction then. Okay. It'd be, again, it'd be like very, very faint. Like just kind of like, I kind of vaguely remember that being a, a name. Caldon will help Braylon up, and when the bartender comes over with the with the other round of drinks, he's just going to like shake his head. No, no, no. Yeah, I'd say right about the time you got people falling off the table, standing on them, and falling off the table, it'd be like, <laughs> hey, because again, small town. This isn't like Brightport. It, it's like, hey, you guys maybe want to keep it down just a little bit, just you know. <laughs> oh. Airlove would check his guitar to make sure it's fine, because she knows how much it means to him. Because <laughs> it did make that loud noise. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the only sober one here, so she doesn't trust anybody else to check. <laughs> um, it's it doesn't look like any damage has been done to it. Just kind of like that that nasty that, that nasty noise when you drop a musical instrument, that that type of thing. Specifically, like a guitar. <laughs> She'd set it down like a foot away from him. <laughs> and Braylon, Braylon would see touching it and putting it back on the table. He was going to fucking knock it off the table. Get that thing away from me. That's why I'm in trouble in the first place. Calden is going to give Braylon his water skin and <laughs> just hand it out to him. <laughs> just like, come on, just drink up. Just drink it. 
drink some water. Him, oh, you're such a sweetheart. Thank you, Frozen Boy. And he's going to drink your water. Thank you, Frozen Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time Braylon went to sleep. <laughs> Jason. Yes. What kind of furniture is there in my room? It would be, again, since this is a small town, it's pretty much a bed and then maybe somewhere to sit in like a small, like a, like a little desk. Think Motel 6 with less amenities. <laughs> About at that time, where things are starting to calm down downstairs, you hear the distinct sound of a bed being flipped over and like shit being flipped over in the room above mm-hmm. or somewhere like Big ruckus. And then silence. So, do me a favor, party. Everyone roll a perception check. Everyone gets a negative three except for Aerolove. <laughs> oh, it's not, not going it. to it. make a difference. Yeah, no. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I didn't get to roll an endurance check. Well, hold on. Hey, do me a favor. Roll an endurance check, then. How much did you drink? You probably would have gone light, I think. I don't think I would have been drinking heavy. To relax. Re- drink to relax. That's okay. what it be. Then do me a favor, roll an endurance. For relaxing time. For yeah. relaxing times. I think it's some sorry time. Oh, you're fine. How then, I, yeah. I got a strong liver. You got a, yeah, you're good. It's how, do add, ice. how do I add negative three? Oh, don't worry about it. It's cool. Okay. You're, okay. you're fine. You, you heard. You definitely heard that. You and Calden would have definitely heard the, uh, the ruckus upstairs. Because, again, this is pretty much a bed and breakfast type of thing. So, is there anyone else upstairs other than Actronus? Like, we'd know it was him? There's probably another guest or two, but it's probably a commotion someone would want to check on. It doesn't sound like someone fell down. It sounds like someone's tearing a room apart. Okay. Calden's going to look at Dagon and then just sort of, like, look up. Yeah. Sort of nod and say, I really do want to hear the rest of your story, but I think we'd better go check on What's happening upstairs? What's happening upstairs? Crit I'm one, sorry. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that grimness family perception. Braylon mumbles under his breath. <laughs> Colin's going to put his arm, like, kneel down, get his arm on his shoulder, and then look at Aegon and say, let's go. Are we just leaving here at love? <laughs> Clueless as the <laughs> <laughs> like, What's happening? Yeah. Stay Don't right there. Behind. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Well... Actoronis, what what would they find when they got to the room? Pretty much everything that could be flipped has been flipped, and he's standing in the middle of the room with, in his, one of his hand, like the leg of a broken chair and throws it to the ground like the like pushing down motion. It's like, <clears throat> fucking thing. But he would just like breathe in a little bit, calming down, and just look at you. Just gonna wait for you to say something or not. He's just not moving. All of us are standing in the doorway. <laughs> all right. No <laughs> one's dogs. So I'll talk then. Braylon yeah. looks at him. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> <laughs> are we having a tantrum? This may have been our biggest victory so far. It's an enormous victory, but there's there was no honor, there was no glory in that victory. It was an absolute disgrace. What I've always stood for. What the Rashabar Knight stood for. I've just been walking around, mocking it all that time. Truly the Order died back then. 
I can't carry its legacy or its symbols anymore. I gave them my word. I gave them the word of a Rashabar knight. And I disgraced it. I make myself sick. And the man who lashed out and killed those vampires, was that you? Or was that the orb? It would be dishonest of me to claim that I felt nothing as I charred them into ashes. As we destroyed them one by one, ridding these caves of that disease of the undeath, it was blissful. And that was me. It was not the orb. I've come to realize that I... The undead are nothing to be afraid of. They can be fought. They can be confronted head on. I've been carrying this armor all that time. Like an iron prison. I was trying to hide this thing from the world. But not anymore. It's nothing to be afraid of. If I can't wear the armor of my ancestors, well, I very well can wear something stronger. Something that is going to help me purge this world of more vile aberrations. I'll go see Artemis. I'll get a change of clothes. Sorry about making you clean it all. It was no trouble. I'm just afraid maybe right now you're not speaking from your own mind. Is this really what you want? You honor your armor and the Rashbar Knights so dearly. There's no one left. I could have invented that for all I know. I don't remember anything. I won't discard it. I won't renounce what I think is right. But I... I'm not worthy of wearing it anymore. I'll keep good care of it. I'll try to hang it in a museum if I can. But I can't wear it anymore. I'll bring it back to call, but that's all I can do for it. Well, whatever you think is best, I'm certainly not judging you for your actions. I can honestly say if it wasn't you, it most likely would have been me. Dagon, if you went after that man because he was drow, I would have stopped you. You know that. I would have gone after him because he was a prick and he deserved it. You can't judge a man for what he says. You can only judge him for what he does. Fortunately for us, we know what he and his men did. So, judgment was passed just in the most dishonorable way. That's the only thing that is upsetting me to the core. Can you close the door behind you? Any motions to everyone to come in? Unless Aralev's not there. (laughs) (laughs) I think she would have followed. (laughs) Yeah, I would motion the party to come in. Come in. Help Braylon onto whatever piece of furniture isn't destroyed. He will look up. Oh, we're going to have a sleepover. (laughs) His head goes back down. If I trust anyone, what's under this, it's it's the four of you. Um, 
I don't want the world to see it before you do. And if what you see is against nature, then let me know. But I need measurements for my new armor, and I need to remove these pieces of scrap metal. And I'm going to need your help. Because they are pretty well strapped to my body. Of course. And you have nothing to be ashamed of. Just remember that. Well, he looks around in the room. Like, well, maybe one thing. This won't happen again. You do plan on returning the orb, right? I'd hate to see it change you. It's a holy relic of this church of the Monitor. Yes, I will return it, but not immediately. Actaronis is going to bring his hand to his helmet. And because he can't just remove it by pulling up, he puts his finger in the vertical line of his uh, visor and starts pulling on either side to sort of dislodge it. And then he's going to try to lift it off. I'm like, not completely peeling it because it's still metal, but with a peeling motion, going to struggle to lift it up. And what you see, you see the gaunt, leathery face of a man that resembles kind of a mix between that uh, Magi warrior guy and the mummy. And kind of the messy black hair and beard of Vigo Mortensen as Aragorn type. However, you immediately notice that the right side of his face is partly caved in and the eye socket is broken, but his displaced eye seems like it still works. And then it tears down into a scar that reveals a bit of teeth and his cheekbone is completely exposed. And his skin is gray and completely depleted of blood. He's more gaunt than Iggy Pop. And his muscles and sinews seem to be extremely defined under his like super thick, rugged skin. And even before death, it seems like his uh, appearance had already been fashioned by like, the desert sun. And then he proceeds to remove more pieces of metal. Some of them he needs your help because they're stuck. And then in some places you can see a few edges of bones and patches of flesh that are missing or like leaving concave scars. And that's Acteronis. What would the party's reaction to that be? <laughs> Maybe you should keep oh, the helmet man. on. <laughs> <laughs> Despite whatever Dagon actually feels of what he sees, he's going to try his best to, you know, give him a look that assures him that it's not that bad. Roll for bluff. You have to roll a bluff. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, yeah. Why? Maybe. You've been drinking. You're a little more honest (laughs) and normal. Then, Then I should get a plus on bluff. You get a minus, dude. What are you talking about? I'm well, <laughs> if I've been yeah, drinking? You can't, you can't lie when you're oh, drinking. No, that's true. You love people more when you're drunk. Exactly. Those beer goggles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Touche. Point taken. 
I don't think that works exactly. Like I would say, honestly, I would say that'd be. I'd, I'd say that'd be some sort of bluff check for suppression. Like, just kind of, like, like, okay, you have a pretty good idea of what's under that helmet, but to actually see it, I would say Dagon should roll a bluff check with no negative or anything like that just because he's bathed Actaronis and saw flecks of skin and pulpy matter and stuff like that. So maybe even with a plus one. Because it's still a shock to see something that should probably be dead... Or maybe even like a zombie, something like that, and just. I, I'm also really good at hiding emotions, so. Plus on that. <laughs> I'm gonna say plus one, just because you've been drinking. Okay. Oh. So I would say, is anyone else trying to suppress this, or is it just Dagon, like just trying to like? I can't be the only one, right? Well, uh, obviously, Brandon's not even gonna try. He's Braylon's gonna, not even going to try. He's going to jump off the bed or whatever, the ruins of the bed that he's sitting on and stumble towards Actaronis and look at him. Look all the way up at him. Look here, buddy. You look fucking awful. But I fucking love you. And he's going to kind of motion for him to come down, for his face to come down. I'll come down. He's going to hug Actaronis as on the neck as much as he can back off and then kind of give him the two taps on the face with his touches, two little slaps and he said, I wouldn't change a thing and then he's just gonna sit down on the ground, like right there at his feet, cause he's too tired to walk Aww, this warms my heart so much I would say that the distraction of Braylon doing that would give Dagon enough time to compose himself, so <laughs> Acuronis probably didn't notice Dagon, like Oh, shit. Like, that, like, probably wouldn't. And anybody else who had reaction? Anyone. Yeah, Braylon kind of took the heat on that one. Awesome. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much. Um, now I'm going to need clothes. I was just going to say, is he naked in front of us? <laughs> I, I guess he kept, like, his Under Armour... Small clothes. Kind of like, Small yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, you took it all? I thought you just took your helmet off. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was, well, was, I was say, describing like at least his arms or like maybe the top. Maybe he's just like chest up, mm-hmm. like a waist up. Yeah. Okay. You can see his nips. <laughs> or like one half of a nip that's left. It's <laughs> <laughs> just hanging off. Plop. Come do me a favor, roll a perception check. Including you. Do I? Everyone who's in the room, roll a perception check. Anybody who is drunk, give me a negative three on that perception. Oh, that doesn't matter. Well, why am I even rolling? I dice? don't even know. <laughs> yeah, you just take a nap. You're good. Yeah. Actually, that yeah. one wasn't terrible. Yeah, it's actually pretty decent. Pretty that was, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were Calvin for a second. But <laughs> <laughs> Dagon, Aralov, Braylon, Actoronis. In the midst of this heartwarming scene. You're going to hear a noise from outside. And there is a bell in town that sounds when they are under attack. You are going to hear that bell go off. And about three seconds after that bell starts to ring, you are going to hear several people shout vampire. And you're going to hear movement aggressively outside. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the <laughs> Damn it! Damn it. Acronis, and I'm drunk. I'm going to die. Don't forsake your armor just yet. <laughs> <laughs> what, what oh, well. 
If you give me 40 minutes. Damn it. <laughs> Just give me your helmet. I'll run out there and ram duct tape my armor there. back. <laughs> it takes like, what, five minutes to don armor? Well, I don't. Could I put it back on? I don't see why you couldn't. It's kind of form fitted to you, honestly. Like, yeah. it. I mean, I imagine taking it off is unpleasant. Howdy, folks. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. There are a ton of ways you can help us out if you'd be so inclined. Of course, there's our Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. That is how we pay all of our bills and keep our lights on and do new things for the show and all that. All of your support has been incredibly appreciated. We've hit some new milestones recently, so you're going to see some new stuff. We're almost to the point where we can start doing character art again, and we're really excited. You can also head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating, share us with your friends, just kind of spread the word, let everybody know about the show. That always helps us out, and it is also greatly appreciated. If you liked today's episode or didn't like it, if there's something you wanted to talk about, head on over to the forums. If you go to dandrpodcast.com, you can find our forums there. You can also find our Facebook and Twitter and all that. Give us a follow. Spread us around. Let other people know about us. And we will see you next week with a brand new episode.